0: Happy Sunday, everyone. So you might be aware that I've been doing a playlist of of music that relates to the passage of scriptures that we've been looking at in church on a Sunday. And uh, this week, we thought we'd try something different and go for a podcast. So you can have a listen to this, click it on once and uh, have a listen while you're brushing your teeth or making a brew or doing your work. And uh, maybe that will be your preferred mode of listening. We'll give it a whirl and see how it goes. So this week we're in chapter 8 of the book of Acts Luke's amazing story of how the church explodes onto the scene uh, in the Middle East And how it, and it goes out into the rest of the world Last week we, we met this character Philip And God uses him in amazing ways to hold basically a revival meeting in a very unexpected place, Samaria And uh, interestingly then the story quickly goes uh, and tells you that the angel speaks to Philip And tells him to go down south to a desert Philip doesn't know why. He has no idea what he'll do when he'll get there. It's a really strange thing probably for him to hear, particularly as things were going so well in Samaria and you'd think actually, wouldn't it be better for me to just stay and keep doing the work that I've started? But anyway, he obeys God's call. And so this week I've picked another Keith Green song uh, called He'll Take Care of the Rest. And uh, as I said previously, if you've uh, read any of my playlist stuff, Keith Green was one of the first Christian artists I heard in my late teens and I love the fact that he's I mean he's a great musician and he's got a great voice. but I love the fact that he's got this great blend of deep and uh, honest and compassionate songs alongside a fantastic sense of humor. This song's no different and it incorporates the stories of Moses and Noah who obeyed God even though it made no sense at all. So like these sort of heroes of the faith, Philip did the same thing in this story. He leaves this glorious revival to go down to a desert. All he knew was that God had told him to go and that was enough for him. So he didn't worry about what to do next. He knew that God would take care of the rest. So here's He'll Take Care of the Rest by Keith Green.
1: Yes, the Lord. Tell them all when I go down, go oh, down Moses. The Lord said, Hey Mo, don't you worry about you going down south. I'll be saying every word that comes out of your mouth. Just keep doing your best. And pray that it's blessed. Hey Mo, I'll take care of the rest. Yes, the Lord said that he pass by but the lord said hey noah be cool just keep building that boat it's just a matter of time till they see who's gonna float you just keep doing your best and pray that it's blessed hey noah i'll take care of the rest i'm the weatherman
0: The next song I've picked is probably an unexpected one, Um, it's called Make You Feel My Love by Bob Dylan. Now you might know it, the Adele version of it and actually it's been covered by quite a few people. I'm going to pick the Billy Joel's version, I love Billy Joel, Um, he's one of my favourite singer-songwriters and he's got a fantastic voice. I didn't actually realise that he was the first person to release the song even before Bob Dylan did. The reason i picked this song is that because philip goes to incredible lengths to share the gospel with just one man he leaves crowds of revival behind in samaria makes a long and tiring journey through a desert and it reminded me of the story that an atheist reportedly once told william booth the founder of the salvation army he reportedly said if i believe what you christians say you believe about a coming judgment and that in penitent rejectors of christ will be lost i would crawl on my bare knees on crushed glass all over london warning men night and day to repent of their sin and to turn to christ who is their only place of refuge wow i mean that is one heck of a challenge isn't it but actually he's right isn't it if we really believe the gospel is the only hope not only for our individual lives but for the world as a whole we should be prepared to go to incredible lengths in order to share it so this song we don't know whether Bob was writing this about a, a relationship or whether actually some speculate, because Bob Dylan became a Christian, whether actually was he was reflecting in some of his lyrics, particularly, I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue, I'd go crawling down the avenue. I know there's nothing that I wouldn't do to make you feel my love. Well, whether he intended it to be a love song or whether he intended it to be a love song from God, it certainly uh, incorporates uh, the message today. So this is Make You Feel My Love.
2: Ho oh. Nothing that I would do to make you feel my
0: love Now from the story you know that Philip meets an Ethiopian eunuch and uh, it's a good reminder that God is always at work often in remote places and in unexpected individuals Uh, We need to remember that, don't we, before we steam into telling people what they should know about Jesus. They might already be on a journey of faith. Philip starts with a question, do you understand what you're reading? And that allows the unit to respond where he was, rather than presuming he didn't know anything at all. Um, This song is one we've done at church a few times and it reflects the idea from Psalm 139 that no matter where we are or where we go, we'll always find God there if we look for him. We can't outrun his spirit, and no obstacle is too great for him to overcome. After all, he is the one who overcame death itself. This is Can't Stop Your Love by Ben Cancelan.
3: The struggles that I face The choices I have made Can't stop your love for me can't stop your love the darkness of the night the scars i tried to hide can't stop your love for me can't stop your love No man's in-
0: I love the part of the story where the eunuch, after hearing the good news of the gospel from Philip, stops his chariot and says, here's some water, what's preventing me from being baptised? A man like him had probably been prevented from doing things all his life. And now, with a little help from Philip, he realises there is nothing to stop him. And life can be like that for us too, can't it? We can allow the negative voices in our lives, our parents maybe, things that our teachers might have said to us, our bosses, Other Christians, maybe sometimes, and perhaps most critically, our own voice sometimes, our own condemning voice that keeps us from being all that God would want us to be. I wrote this song, You Can't Stop Me, with a friend who's not a Christian, but the message is still in keeping with the message of the gospel about not holding ourselves down, about listening to actually good voices. And for Christians, the best voice we can hear is the voice of God through the scriptures, who tells us that we can be much more than uh, we could ever be on our own. So, this is You Can't Stop Me. Self down far too long. Believe you me, it's up to you to carry on. You dealt your cards, you wrote your name in the sand. It'll wash you away when you play in someone else's hand. But you can't stop me from where I'm going. No, you
3: can't stop me from
0: last song today is by Bruce Springsteen much has been speculated about Bruce's faith and whatever the truth is he had a Catholic upbringing and that laid the foundations for some of his music and led to him ending one of his concerts which is absolutely fantastic by the way I'd definitely recommend you watching it Um, it's the one where he's live on Broadway Um, unexpectedly he ends the the concert with the Lord's Prayer I mean I watched it and it was one of those sort of holy moments you're like wow nobody was expecting that Um, it's definitely worth watching Um, Whatever the nature of his relationship is with God, this particular song, Land of Hope and Dreams, um, carries a fantastic gospel message and as I read Luke's telling of Philip's meeting with the Ethiopian eunuch, it immediately came to mind. Now nobody knows for sure, but it's likely that this eunuch had been castrated and therefore he was an outcast to some. He would have been excluded from certain activities and he certainly would have been unable to have children. We read that he was on his way back from Jerusalem where he'd gone to worship, and yet, as a non-Jew, a Gentile, he wouldn't have been able to enter the inner courts. That was only for proper Jews. So, for no fault of his own, his isolation and exclusion would have been reinforced. That is, until he meets Philip. The eunuch is reading the scroll of Isaiah, but he doesn't understand what it means for his life, does he? The passage Luke tells us he's reading is from chapter 53, but I wonder whether he and Philip carried on reading into chapter 56 of Isaiah, where there is a special promise for people like him. Isaiah prophesies the day when foreigners and eunuchs and then finally all outcasts will receive welcome into God's family. It's a beautiful picture. Like the chariot wheels that drove through the desert, carrying outsiders like the eunuch, the gospel train keeps on rolling. You don't need a ticket, Just gotta get on board.
4: Get on! Boy.